You are tuning in to Damn Straight Radio. Brought to you by Damn Straight Entertainment. Supporting live, local, and underground bands from the state of New Jersey and beyond. I'm Ernie. We are Damn Straight Entertainment. Damn straight, we're straight. All right, cool. So we just had a show over here in front of the DIY right now. Um, right now, we got three members of Moment to Capitalize. They played with Jack and the Me Offs. Hey, the, the, uh, the intro goes here. Bing. We don't pay to play. Probably wouldn't book us anyway. Oh, Jack and the Me Offs. We just booked them today. Yeah, we got them over here with, you know, Moment to Capitalize over here. And we also got them with Backpack and Alimony and Cousin Oven. And A Beautiful Summer was supposed to play, but one of the members got sick that and couldn't play. But that's okay. This is one of the coolest shows we've ever booked. All right. So let's go on. Uh, introduce yourselves, gentlemen. Hi, I'm Matt. I play drums. How's it going? I'm Liam. I'm the voice doer. What's up? I'm Ian. I play, I guess, lead guitar. Guitar. <laughs> I guess. Fuck you, <laughs> All right, cool. So, um... First question. Yes, first question. Wawa or Sheets? Wawa or Sheets? Wawa, 110%. We're from the hometown of Wawa. Yeah, Sheets is, uh, they're good, but Wawa is just, Wawa's home, man. Wawa has gone down in quality over the years, but still Wawa. Still Wawa. It's like a shitty uncle. Wow. The Sheets has. Oh, you're right. It ha- does have the Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce that slaps, dog. I'm not even. That's gonna true. Lie. Yeah, of course, and yo, of course, Sheets, you know, has a lot of variety, and yo, on occasion, from time to time, Mike and I, we always go to Sheets over in uh, Eastern PA, and uh, now we're gonna have more reasons to go there because uh, Palmer Park Mall is like not too far from there, and there's a record store called Spinny Round. It used to be in Fillsburg Mall in Fillsburg, New Jersey, but Fillsburg Mall is pretty much you know, like. Confirmed dead because it was a dead mall and now it's actually confirmed dead. I think Ernie's gone mad. Now he just goes to Sheets whenever and he doesn't even let me know. He's like, yo, I'm going down. I'm going to Sheets. I'm like, what? You didn't even hit me up. Hey, man, sometimes I got to have time for myself. I mean, I love hanging out with my friends, but sometimes I got to, you know, enjoy solitude. Uh, Solo Sheets run. Solo Sheets run. Yes. What if we just went on tour and we didn't even play venues? We just went to Sheets. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Go Just imagine a hardcore show at Sheets. No, in the beer cave of Sheets. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> sick. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Sheets are there even? There's a lot. Only, only if they're letting me shotgun beers 24-7 in there. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to say anything. We don't own the place. Yeah, all right. We're just promoting the show. Nothing yeah, exactly. Don't get caught. Exactly. Yeah, we're still, uh, <laughs> we're we still working on getting a show going at uh, Arby's. We were trying, so so I I keep giving this away. So somebody's gonna tell McDonald's, but we've been throwing electronic shows around New Jersey. I make noise music and electronic stuff, and a bunch of our friends do. We want to have a show at the Play Place in McDonald's, but only like the old school McDonald's. They're huge, the Play Place, and just have kids like dancing in the ball pit or something. I think that there's an old school McDonald's up in Lancaster, PA. Yes, yo, huge Play Place. Yo, Lancaster is the shit. I love that place. Ever since that, like, Denny's video went viral, we've been trying to book a show in Arby's, and they do not answer us. So (laughs) if anybody can help us book a show at Arby's, please hit us up on our Instagram. Any location. And what Denny's video are you talking about? Are you talking about, like, the OG, what the fuck is up with Denny's? Or was it... Exactly. What about that, wha- ever since that video came out, we've been trying to book Denny but or fucking Arby's. What and about they Wacko? Do not hit us back. When Wacko played that. Yeah, Wacko, you know, revived the idea of a hardcore show at Denny's. 
Yeah, yeah whack. And then didn't they rip down the ceiling and stuff? Yeah, and they ripped Green, out their chandeliers. Yeah. Green Day paid for it. Green Day paid for all their damage. We'll be respectful to your surroundings. I promise. Green Day paid for all their their damages. That was pretty cool. We don't have that kind of money. No, but so. no, they didn't have any Starting money artists. to do anything. Green Day, they they destroyed the place, and then Green Day was like, "Okay, here's a thousand dollars, just pay for the damage." Now it was actually two thousand dollars. Something like that. I looked it up. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, cool. So, um, let's keep this going. So, what's been your favorite venue to play? Um, one time we got really fucked up and had a claw off with this other band oh, shit. in like uh, I think it was like Kennett Square in PA, and it was in a barn. And uh, that's dope. We ended up like spray painting MTC fucks on the scanner because we're always fucking out here. We were climbing the rafters and shit. And that was <laughs> wild. And then, and then as soon as we started, a, a mosh pit broke out and it literally did not stop until we ended. It was a wild time. And then we got fucked up in the barn and it was a good time. I ended or, up passing out drunk in the fucking driveway of that house. It was a good time. Uh, well, that one. Yeah. Uh, I vaguely remember it. But, um, uh, our one guy Shane, his uh, his girlfriend runs the G Spot. It's uh, like a local basement venue. It's a great band name. Very nice. It's a very good. Well, where's it at? Uh, it's where's that? Ridley? Don't give the is address. It Ridley, or it's Ridley. It's just in Ridley. 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 Wo- oh, Woodland. R- Woodland. Just don't it's give the address. Delaware County, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, it's the most Delco venue of all time. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's, a, it's nuts there every time. The you guys play in Philly? There's a oh, lot of yeah. there's a lot of crazy stuff like the Voltage um, Lounge and oh yeah I haven't played there yet but then go hit up that. Dominic Stone and tell him I sent you there because Dominic that's my home yo Dominic Stone if you're listening my at is at <laughs> underscore R U P E R T U S you can book us and we'll throw down I promise and he books a like an all day like hardcore festival called Family Fest oh dude there. get us on yo cross genre let's do it let's break the stigma all right. I'm sick and tired of just half and half. Let's throw it in there and let's throw it down. All right, Dominic? So hit us up. Dominic Stone. I forget what his booking is, but whatever. You're watching the WWE Network. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> yeah. We saw... Uh, my wh- who did, wh- oh, go. You go. No, my favorite venue? Uh, Shit, that's a tough one. Flemington oh. DIY. Oh, Grape Room's always nice. Uh... Anywhere but the fire, essentially. <laughs> you know what? That's Just a great answer. Anywhere but I saw the like fire. A, I saw a death metal show there. And that shit was fucking It's trash. just like, dude, I don't know. They came under new management or something. That place is whack. I don't know what it is, but that place just looks like it's going to fall apart any minute. There's just no structure there. Like Literally, there's just, no the structure. The sound guy sometimes just doesn't <laughs> show up. Sound guy's too busy getting crowd killed. I, well, you, if he shows up. Yeah, you know last I, mean? like, I saw like a death metal show there with the with like members of Waking Cadaver's other side project, and then some other band. My friend's band, uh, Player Hater, played, and the sound guy was just getting crowd killed the whole night. I mean, I would love to use that as an excuse as to why he wasn't like in the sound booth, but no, he just didn't fucking show up. Like yeah. two of the last times we played there, and it, hey, that at least place is rough. at least that's better than the guy from Dingbats that used to snort cocaine while he's doing sound. I would rather that personally. He's like, "Yo, can I borrow a dollar?" That'd be wild. He'd be yeah, turning my guitar time. tones up like all the way. Like, yeah, bro, that's fucking sick. Let's go. <laughs> he's probably, having a, time. He's probably having a real good time though. Let's not lie. But yeah, uh, Flemington DIY is is up there. This is our first time playing. Apparently, it. we cool. we googled it like a while ago. He googled it like year like a few like maybe a year or two ago. And I googled it the other day. This used to be like uh, PNC Bank actually. Ooh, 
If you look at the street view for um the street, um it definitely was. It says PNC. PNC Bank. Well, you have the vault. You guys have the vault up there. Yeah, yes. you can't open it. Yeah. But also if you it's, want It's uh ordered by the fire marshal, you know, we can't open it. But if one of your It is what it is. One of your play a set in the vault. One of your guys uh you you're like saying that you I forget what he called that thing. The tour what are you guys with with Eric? What do you call that? He's uh-huh. your tour manager, right? Yeah, yeah. But what do you call that when you're on his roster? What do you call your people? Oh, I like, guess, uh, where is client? Client? I guess I don't know, but I guess he uh, represents us. I don't know. Apparently, because uh, uh, the band Feeny, they like recently just got added to it, and they're good friends of ours. And we actually got robbed. Like some a bunch of guys walked in in their music video. They run into the DIY. There's a lady behind the counter, and we get robbed by two guys, and they hold up the place with a banana. I and then you were literally talking about you got robbed, and I was like, "You're saying this awfully calm." For no, we didn't actually robbed. get robbed, but like, it was probably I've been video. jumped a couple times. You gotta preface it with that next time. Yeah, so their music video. It's for. Uh, it's the song "Are You Leaving?" Are you leaving? Yeah, and then one of the other scenes is like a friend of ours in a bar in New Brunswick where they're she's getting like robbed at the bar, and she like pushes them aside and steals their bananas, and then tries to rob them and scares them out of the bar. You gotta check it out. Yes. Beanie, are you leaving? Tell me somebody slips on a banana peel at some Nobody point. slips on. Actually, they, <laughs> threw the, they, they throw the robbers down the stairs. That's pretty cool. And then they try to beat them with a bat. Yes. It's actually a pretty cool music video. I'd never seen, like, in a long time, in Jersey especially, good music videos. No one does music videos. They mostly do, like, okay, we're playing a basement show, and there's a bunch of girls in bikinis yeah. or whatever. Some, like, dumb, like, Weezer-type right uh, dumb relax. shit. Relax. All right, guys. <laughs> What was that band, the one where they did the fake pay-to-play show uh, with Sales Ahead, where they're like, yo, you got any money for us? And then the, the promoter just, like, they're like, uh, they're like, yo, you got any money? And they just give them beer. And then the other one, the band's like, yo, you're not going to pay to come in? And then they just throw stickers at them, like, yo, check out our band. And they just, like, throw them everywhere. Oh, you want to hear a funny story about actually getting robbed at a pay-to-play? Uh-oh. So... <laughs> We played this place. It was when we were like just starting out. It was everybody hits in Philly, and it's this cool ass venue. It's like uh, like uh, batting cages, and this dude Joey Crumb. Yo, fuck Joey Crumb. Yo, you no, listen to Experiment Thirty Four. They have a song called Joey Crumb, and it's like you're the scum on the bottom of my no, shoe. No, they is, actually though. have a He's song a about him. He's a real person, and he. No, I know about us. him. He so us, he yeah. booked this show, and it was like this dope ass uh, lineup. We played the set, and like halfway through our set, he took all the money and just. I definitely it. have to send this to them because they actually have a song called Joey Crumb. The band is called no, Experiment Thirty Four, and, and they sing about shit. how shitty this guy is. And yeah. actually, there was a DIY tour posting thing that said the worst promoters in your area. One of them was Joey Crumb. Everyone was commenting his shit, his name. Yeah, and, was, and we were warned about him ahead of time. We we're like, Nah, dude, that can't be real. He's from Philly, right? Yeah, and he just ran okay. straight down. To I think he's Ave and just bought a whole bunch of heroin and just fucking. He's probably threw dead. it up his arm, I guess. But like, but they say you're the scum on. Uh, Beneath My Shoe, Joe, and they, it's, like, pretty heavy, too. You know the song I'm talking about, right? Exactly, and, you know, they, they actually did play that song when I saw them the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, next question. Been, uh, that would have been one of my favorite shows if we didn't literally if we didn't literally fund his fucking heroin addiction. Like. <laughs> Seriously, fuck heroin. If you are struggling with a heroin addiction, you know, just <coughs> get some help, okay? My best friend Please. is one year and a couple... <laughs> but uh yeah, so um what was the album or band that changed your life? The Wonder Years and uh it's probably uh Suburbia giving you all and you've given me nothing. Hmm. 
you have one? Uh, fucking Avenged Sevenfold, City of Evil. The whole album fucking dense. Blew my mind as a kid. My Chemical Romance, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. Same thing. God bless America. It just blew my mind. That I listen to that shit on repeat literally still to this I day. I have it on vinyl. It's phenomenal. It's, it, it literally doesn't get old. I saw their last show in Jersey and holy shit. Yeah. And no. how do you feel about uh, my cam uh, going on the reunion tour and like really selling They're out the entire Riot. date? They're playing. I Riot. wish I had more money. <laughs> I want to go see them. <laughs> I wish scalpers, you know, didn't you know, go after that? I mean, scalpers have been trying to go after the uh, Rage Against the Machine reunion tours, yeah. but you know, Rage Against the Machine is going after them, which is good. You know, they're actually you know caring about us. Yeah, but like, that's kind of the goal of like. And they're on Riot Fest. Just like get. Four hundred dollars a ticket. You know, yeah. I, I can't be mad about I'm that. I'm mad. Like, to be honest, I'm not even mad anyway. because they earned that. They earned every penny that, that, that they're getting paid. I mean, that is true. I mean, some bands, you know, they want like maybe like fifty grand or a hundred grand. I mean, who knows? That depends on you know, like what their uh, production is and you know how they uh, bring it out and you know. It also depends on how many people they bring out too. I mean, yo, for the MyChem tour, yo, every date has been sold out except Riot Fest. They're they're on the they're the only band announced for Riot Fest, and Riot Fest was a dick because they knew, hey, if we just announced that, great, that uh, MyChem's gonna play, they're gonna sell out, and they were selling tickets for like cheap as fuck. It was like a hundred and fifty dollars a ticket, and then they're like, oh wait, you only get like two weeks, you only get like two weeks to buy these, and then it goes up more and more each month. But we went to Riot Fest last year, phenomenal. It was. It was the best time I've ever had a, at a festival. Yeah. You know, pretty much, you know, Mike told me the lineup, and I was like, hmm, maybe. And then I said, you know what? We'll do it. And, and we you saw know, it was definitely the best decision we, we ever made. We saw the homies. We saw Can't Swim play. Yes. That band's, you, that band's awesome. All right, now let's keep this going. So we'll do another food related question. You got a favorite pizza spot? Pizza. Um, I love pizza. New London Pizza in Prospect Park, Pennsylvania. They uh they slap uh, Emilio's and uh that's in Morton or Falsam that that slaps it's like Southwest Philly, uh what's what's that place to get pizza in uh Maniunk? Um Phil- I don't remember the name. Oh, that but, place uh, that like Lex yeah, turned Lex yeah, onto yeah. pizza. I never went. Uh, it's it's F- Fellaini. No, it's that South Fellaini's. That's that's like a merchandise. Sheets spot. pizza. Did you say Sheets pizza? <laughs> yeah. Are you a heathen? I'm not a I'm not Sheesh a member exists, of Twenty One you know, Pilots. Just a small personal pie. I I never had it, but you know one of these days. You might as well get Elio's at that point. Like, you know what, what the best it? pizza your, was? Um, pizza in the nineties from Kmart. I gotta Kmart. plug my guys at Alfredo's in uh, hey. Morton. Wait, where did Shane White before he got his real job? Um, <laughs> where was it? It was uh, <laughs> not Renato's. Not Renato's pizza. Not a real job. But Alfredo's though. All right. Alfredo's does some of the best inside out pizzas I ever had. Get over. We used to get hung, we used to get drunk as fuck and then wake up at like one in the morning, bro, and go head over to Renato's and just make fun of Shane who was behind the counter the whole time. It's so much fun. You don't even want to hear. Did you guys ever play a Croc Rock? Yes. Yes, that Way was like pizza uh, and you can go. I saw like so many fucked oh, up. Yo, those. Yeah, yeah we go. Um, at a certain point, all three of us were in a band called First of Autumn a couple years ago, and. uh yeah, we played a couple shows at Crack My friends used to the play there all the time. But apparently, like, uh, someone told me, like, Starland Security Guard told me, and this is, like, something that I really shouldn't reveal on the, on there, but no one even is relevant anymore around this. But somebody told me, I'm not going to name a name, but he said, I go, how come they don't have re-entry anymore? He goes, because apparently, like, some shit went down, and apparently one of the security guards, like, s- like curb-stomped a kid because he was moshing too hard in their venue. Yeah, 
At, that's that's one of the Yikes. reasons why why Croc Rock is kind of done. And he said, and sec- and Starland said, we're never working security there because people pe- treat all the fans like shit. So they stopped working there. They used to go there to do security, and they're like, nope, we're not working with their security team because they fucking beat the shit out of kids for no reason. That is fucking and stupid. I saw it's like good the, that they walked out. I saw some dude that was like three Hulk Hogan's, like fucking oh. huge. I saw a fight break out, and he just takes the Twix out of his pocket. He just starts eating it. <laughs> it was like during Born of Osiris, too, and I was just like, God damn. Jeez. That was a that sick show, by the way. It was like Tony bowling. Danza. Whip out the snack. It was like oh, Born of Osiris, yeah. Tony Danza. I think maybe Thick as Blood might have played it, and like my friend's band Augment opened. That was a fucking Wait, wild tour. Was it left Twix or right Twix? I don't think they actually, at that time, I don't think there was left or white, right. I mean, they didn't have that marketing strategy at the it time. It wasn't maybe, segregated right? yet. But yeah, so we're right kind of toys. We did we did food, so now we got to do another music question. Um, did you always play that instrument? Did you always play that instrument? Like, were you always playing what you are in your band, or was it something else? And then you switched. Sometimes the drummer used to be a vocalist, well, and then he's like, we needed a drummer, so I did that. And now I like always play drums. Rob started off as our – well, we, we brought him in as our bass player. Then we're like, we need another guitar because that shit slaps. So we added a guitar, dropped the bass. We played without a bassist for a while. Then Rob quit his band and got all suicidal. And then, you know, he's out of that shit now. So, hey, what's up? And then <laughs> – Love you, buddy. Love you. Love um, you, too. And then – yeah, yeah, and then we, we brought Shane on board because Rob quit the band because of that. And then Rob wanted to come back, and I was like, you got to play bass for a couple shows, then we'll move you over to guitar again, and then we'll move Shane to bass. And then Rob was like, well, nah, I kind of enjoy playing bass. And then here we are doing it all up. Nice. Yeah, I used to be, uh, I used to play guitar. No, I don't, and I'm, like, super happy about it. This shit sucks. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I've always played guitar because I'm really not that good at it. So I, I figure <laughs> if I'm going to be okay at something, I better be okay at one thing. Mm-hmm. Or so, yeah, that's it. <laughs> just thought of I a crazy question. Stuff, man. <laughs> All right, cool. So um, any local bands, you know, in your scene that you currently dig? Um, Friend Circle, what's up? Uh, Median. That band is sick. Cra- Yo, there's this band out of Philly called Crashing. They're sick. James McGill, Connor McGill, Pooch, yo, you guys slap. The boys. They're the boys. Um, we also, Goalkeeper, they're pretty good. I think I've heard of them. Uh, also the boys. I'm not going to be it. I'm not going to cut you guys off, but you're talking about Philly. The best band out of Philly right now, Kawanashi. That band Kawanashi? is fucking killing it. What a rap! Let's get this on going. It's like, no. <laughs> Yeah. Pack your bags, yeah. we're going on a guild trip. Dun, 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 dun. Heard a lot of we actually I just do not. Ba- we actually do not listen to them. At I just all. think like that zero. band is rad. Like they're just doing things. The band we don't know personally. Yeah, I think. But I just think that, that band is so rad. And on my, like my own connection, like they wrote an album. People love them. People yeah, love, love them. They definitely go hard as fuck. I just think like apparent like they wrote an album during my breakup. He wrote an album about his breakup, and I was like. Who's this band, Kawanashi? I pl- I've gone to their shows. I've listened to them. I'm like, let me just put it on. I jammed it, and I literally. Then he called. He like texted me or called me. Yo, they released their "This Is Hardcore" video. Let's watch it. And I watched it. I literally cried. That's some like perfect that timing band shit. Just where like, it just hits at the right time. I saw it, that, it made I saw me that video. It that fucking made me cry. Day. I'm like, oh, what, what? 
Albums can make you cry. No, especially if they hit at the right time for like what he you're had going a breakup and I had a breakup and my both. Oh, that's perfect. It. I was like, wait, what? Sometimes shit just. I don't want to be in a breakup. I love my girlfriend, way. but still, at least there was an album to listen to. Know that's that other perfect. people are like, feeling I'm sure what I'm it feeling. It helped you get through that shit. Too. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why we started writing music because <laughs> we didn't want to listen to that bullshit, you know. And like everything was getting corny, and so we decided like let's write what we would want to listen to in that time and season of our life. Mm-hmm. Our life, uh, not live. Um, but like that's why we're a band. Like we're here to just like express ourselves mm-hmm. like in the moment that where we're at. Like our EP is basically um, three, so- four songs about. Three songs about crazy, five song, no, four songs about crazy exes, and <laughs> yeah. and then one song about somebody dying. So we, we pretty much get the whole breaking up and going through shit mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. thing. You gotta yeah. learn though, like it, it's all learning experiences, you know, mm-hmm. and then you just, that's where you gotta write from. If you're not learning, you're yep. not. You're not living. It's crazy too, like how different your music, like even from a writing standpoint, gets from like year to year based on where your mindset's at too. So like the older shit that we wrote, like this EP is like what you just said and then the new shit is all like completely different sounding just because we're in different head spaces mm-hmm. yeah. and like you don't even mean to do it it just kind of comes out that way yep uh this isn't even on our on our list of questions but uh favorite easy core band four year strong that's the that's the only correct answer i'm not gonna make any waves four year strong that's the only correct answer. Yeah, Four Year Strong is like the fucking band. I saw that that structured like a lot of my fucking guitar did playing. You, did you got, did you got, did you listen to the new songs though? I didn't listen to anything but uh Talking myself in circles is If you one I don't remember what how many years ago. It might have been like 3 years ago. So there was a venue called Game Changer World, and I saw them yeah. play. They played there. What if we kissed in game in the parking lot of Game Changer World? What? Only real, only real ones will get that. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but all right. <laughs> yeah, didn't the cops show up and shut that shit down? Yes, they did. Yo, some dudes. Like, there's like a kiss a in the game changer parking lot. What's up? There was like a picture, and like some dude got his teeth knocked <laughs> no out during that set. But I don't know what you're talking about. Get it. But the they get played it. like, uh, I think it's like, to, what's that album that's famous by Four Years Strong? Yeah, that was the album. But I like them. I like their music. I just think people are moshing like they're like knocked loose or something. I was like, they were Yo, literally moshing so hard. So hard though. Those but you can't mosh that so hard. Nice. That's like going I'm to a I'm not about to do karate in the <laughs> fucking pit for it, but like. I mean, I'll mosh hard to like knock loose, but I'm not going to mosh that hard like it's fucking. But if that's your heavy, like, so you're a big heavy music guy. Yeah. If that's I listen your to death heavy metal. Music, though. That's your light, though. I'm that's like why you're not going to mosh like that. So, like, if that's your heavy music, you're going to go hard as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, but my friends that were seeing that, they, they've seen, like, the heaviest of heavy bands. That's what I'm saying. Like, so They if, were just if, showing off. If to the people in the crowd that are doing that heavy shit, like, Four Years Strong is their heavy shit, I think somet- that's why they're going hard. Sometimes you mosh no matter how ha- how heavy or That's like me is. going to see Man Overboard when I was, like, 15 and being like, okay, I'm going to sit sitting there and just chill out and then going to see, like, a Memphis Mayfire of Mice and Men or, like, something like that. And just that was all terrible pants. Yeah. Did you hey, say that hey, was terrible? Hey, Hold up. Hey, Yo, Metalcore hey, in 2008, 2009 was <laughs> slapping, bro. Every Time I Die is the best Metalcore band. Every time I die is metalcore. They're a hard. They're not metalcore. They're like hardcore metalcore. If you're hardcore, they are hardcore. That's not a metalcore band. What's what's a metalcore band then? Like Devil Wears Prada, Memphis Mayfair. I I think they're. Pierce the Veil touches that line sometimes. Um, I only have my GED. I don't understand this shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
Holy I don't shit. know. You can go next. What do you need this? Um, no, nah, I'm gonna ask the ultimate question. Uh oh. The ultimate question that stumps everybody. Are donations bigger than a bread box? Are donations bigger than the bread box? Yes. What does that even freaking mean, dog? Have you seen Ed and Eddie? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, I wouldn't even be able to answer that question. <laughs> well, that's where the question came from. It came from, like, one of the episodes. You're killing me. That's why it's the impossible question, because I haven't watched it since the 90s. Uh, Give me a minute. I'll go back on, like, Hulu or Cartoon Network. No, no, no. You got to explain. Watch, I will watch the entire series. Ernie's got to explain it now. Well, I'm just going to go in and explain, you know, <laughs> the origins of that question. So it's the episode in any well. They decide to uh, host a telephone event, and then Ed goes looking for donations. A few minutes later, Ed gets a phone call going, Ed, telephone, and Ed's like, Eddie, do you keep donations in the fridge? And then he gets hung up Take on. Take your phone out. And then a couple of minutes later, Ed, telephone, are donations bigger than a bread box? And as he said that, he pops out of a hole he made on the floor looking for donations. And yes. We stomped like two people last week on this because they said it's not even in their generation bracket. I, I pride myself on, like, 90s, like, early 90s cartoons and shit. Late 90s, <laughs> early 2000s, whatever you want to call Dexter's it. Dexter's Lab. I was born in 93. I know that Dexter's shit. Yo, Dexter's Lab. He's, like, in a meth lab, and he's like, yo, get out of here. He's yeah, yelling he's at his a whole lab in his basement. Yeah, Nobody yeah. knows about it. What about the electric? Parents? <laughs> Those are terrible parents. What about the electric bill? Someone needs to call child services ASAP. I mean, it, I mean, it's not Texas family's fault that he's a genius. And I like that they have the stupid blonde sister. Wait, hold up, though. His mom is thick in that show, though. Oh, yeah. She is. She thick. really is. She's a thick cartoon. It's like Miss Incredible. Miss, Miss, Mrs. Incredible or whatever. Uh, That's the girl. You get that right uh, We're talking about Don't thick things. Don't disrespect thing. Mrs. Incredible like that. Yo, Mrs. Incredible's thick as fuck. When she rides that bicycle. <laughs> Jeez, she rides up, everyone. She rides that motorcycle. I this I, is a hentai I, podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, my what friend, have we done? My friend's Wi-Fi password is the hentai hotel. <laughs> but uh, does pineapple go on pizza? Yep. Yes. yep. Oh, yeah. 100%. 110%. If you don't think that it does, you're a coward. There's that, some girl, there's some, like, red-haired girl good. giving me a dirty look because she thinks that's nasty. Nah, it's you know delicious. What else is nasty? Ham and pineapple. Low-class palates. That's who doesn't like it. Yeah, low-class palates. Get a little culture in your life, all right? Ooh. You need some culture. You're, right you're getting you're called out by some Easy Core bros now. <laughs> the most accurate description we've ever had of us, Easy Core bros. Okay. What do you got? Oh, my God. Let me look you at this. You want that? Yeah. Oh, my. Yo. So I think answer your question. Uh, yes, donations are bigger than a bread box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got it. Hey, it let's go. All right, cool. So um, next we're going to do uh, another news-related question. Um, yeah. Any big music festivals that you would love to play? Um, Riot Fest. If Warped Tour ever made a comeback. Not in the sand, though. I'm not trying to be in the sand. Well, if we had to play it, it wouldn't be so bad. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'd, we'd just be yeah. looking out at the fucking beach while we play it. That'd be cool. Um, and then, uh, oh, I would, I would like to play Fire Reading. No, no Reading in, in Europe. Yeah, or what is that? What's that? What's that festival? Leeds. Yes, my bad. No, I'm what's sorry. the festival that gets sold out in like one second? Um, Forest. Can Walk we play a EDM Moonrise? I'll the Gathering anything, of Juggalos? Book us, all right? The Gathering of Juggalos. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Who? What? Don't bring it. 
We will 100% bring it to any festival. Let's go. I'd love to see if uh, I'd love to see if Burning Man lets us in. That'd be sick. Yeah. I'm just trying to walk around in my boxers all day long looking at sculptures and shit. Um, now that we're talking about favorite music festival, this really stumps a lot of people. Mine changes all the time, but uh, if you could book only five bands to play one show or tour, who would it be and why? Not it. I got this. So you can put yourself years, on it. My Chemical Romance. I mean, if I uh, no, I'm not gonna do that. The Wonder Years, My Chemical Romance. The story so far, but like five years ago. Yeah, like respect. Uh, <laughs> they four years strong. And shit. Who's the last one? Do you think? Last draw. You said band. Fuck this, dude. Last draw. Who's the last one? If you really whisper and stuff, you'll hear it when you get the interview. Last Jaw. I don't even know who that is. That's the best uh, band. The, the, fuck it, just for... <sighs> Real friends. I already said that. Aaron Rest in the Warring Twenties. Well, one Holy year is already shit. planned. You don't need that. <laughs> I mean, that'd be pretty cool. That'd you get cool. real we'll friends. Who's the last one, you think? You gotta um, make me cry. Put real August friends. August Burns Red. Yo, that new, uh, that new single they put out? That thing shits on any metalcore oh, band yeah. ever. Oh, it's so phenomenal. Their new out, their new single they the put bri- out. Bring me the horizon. Why wouldn't you put Bring Me the Horizon on there? Yeah, but like that new album is slapping. Talk to Ernie about Bring Me the Horizon. He loves that band. We okay, yeah. Fun story. Okay, so you saw our bass player Rob. All right, I'm probably not. Did you really tell me this story? I mean, this is a podcast. No, this could go on in a podcast, right? This is it's okay. All Whatever, right. just tell the story. This one goes out the we, Rob. some fucked up shit. Your dad Yo, listen to this. Ernie, can you fix that? He's breaking shit. <laughs> Easy now. All right. There we go. All right, good. So, so we go to Bring Me the Horizon. We park up, and we're like, we're going to get super lit and super stoned, right? So we take, like, three edibles. Um, we smoke a couple bowls. We smoke, smoke a blunt. And then we, we go in. Next thing you know, we're sitting down in our seats, right, because it's at the mat, right? And I look over at Rob, and he's ghost white. And my girlfriend keeps on going, yo, Matt, he doesn't look good. I'm like, you're, you're making this work. He's having a panic attack. Can't you see this? Dude ends up puking everywhere. Go into, like, the med center, the medical part. Like, they pull into the med part. They're like, they're like, what are you on? I'm like, he's not on anything. He's not on anything. I'm like, Rob, go to the car. Go to the car. Go to the car. Try to give him the keys. Doesn't want to go anyway. Ended up leaving Rob with the med. Go watch Bring Me the Horizon. Ended up, they had to freaking call an ambulance. He goes to the hospital. I had to pick him up at, like, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., and yeah, they said he overdosed on marijuana. Never heard that before, but it was a good story. How could someone overdose on marijuana? The only known case of overdosing on marijuana. The only known case known to man. But it was a fun story to tell because when we got there, all the nurses were roasting him, bro. Was the marijuana synthetic? No, no, no. no. So you guys are talking about that. I got a story for you. So apparently, uh, some friends of mine they booked a three-day music festival in like. Like Verona, New Jersey. I don't know. It's like up North Jersey, and it's in the middle of nowhere. There's a farm. It's called Ricky Farm, and they just like acres of land. They had like hundreds of local bands playing all weekend, and they had headliners. They had like Considered a Source, and they had Angel Favaldi, and all these big bands. And some girl apparently had a seizure because she tripped on acid. So the whole weekend. They're like, yo, where's Acid Trip Girl? And I just saw some white girl with dreads. And they were, like, walking around. They're like, yo. She, she like, got out of her seizure, or maybe they brought her back, I guess. But they called her Acid Trip Girl the whole weekend. I'm like, why do you call her that? They're like, she apparently tripped acid and had a seizure. 
I mean, that's, that's the way to make an impression. That's why I don't do acid. Yeah. This is why you shouldn't do drugs. Nah, I wouldn't say that. Just like do it in responsible, responsible doses in the right environments. Yeah. Like my friend yourself. was tripping. You know yourself. You gotta be smart. You can't be making mistakes. <laughs> my friend saw. Uh, my friend saw fish four days in a row at Madison Square Garden and paid like way too much money for it. Like he could have bought a house. He could have bought a house. He tripped acid all four days. Fucking. They're all doing like. Balloons. They're all blowing up balloons. Ah, uh, oh, fucking man. nitrous. Have you ever done a balloon? No. I'm straight edge. I don't do shit. <laughs> hey, it's okay years to be sober. straight edge. No, yeah. The best nitrous story I could ever tell anybody. Uh, so, when I was like 19, 20, we used to party at Temple a lot. and Temple you. We were in a backyard at some party, and there was like this broken down fence sort of. And we were just, like, kind of chilling next to it. And all of a sudden, we just see a fucking foot bust through the fence. And we're like, what the fuck? We turn around, some dude just pops his head through and go, y'all want some nitrous? And then he just pops a fucking canister of nitrous through and starts selling balloons to everybody. And I was like, I- I'm going to go great. over there now and not be here. Dude, they're crazy with the nitrous balloons. We wanted to see, like, Have Mercy, like, the most chilled out band. There's, like, eight dudes outside the venue selling, like, I saw that band big once. ass like trees. What happened to that like band? Nitrous balloons. They're like it's like fifty cents a pop. I'm like I'm a, I'm good on that. Thank what you happened though. to that band, by the way? Have, have mercy. mercy. I, think he, I think he stopped. Yeah. I saw them play. It was like Have Mercy, Real yeah, Friends, and Cool Hand, like a studio band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I saw them play. Uh, drummer was uh, the guy from Major League, right? Yeah, it was just a bunch of studio. Oh, musicians. Major League. That band like brings back memories. Right I saw, saw Major League yeah, once. RIP Major yeah. League. Yeah, I saw them a couple of times. I saw them at Starland Major League. They should have been a lot bigger than they were. I don't know. Why I mean, they, they got bad. pretty big, but I think the kids couldn't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> the guys in the band. One time I saw Major League play, and uh, apparently, like, a crazy fight broke out, and they got the venue shut down. Because That's the way to do it. Yep. Game changer happened like that. Yeah, we never do that here. Rip. Never game changer? DIY we like went that. there. Yeah. What is it? Steals and deals now owned by like a bunch of Jewish guys with Yeah. I mean nothing against Jews, but you know, I mean there are Jews, you know, working there, so I mean it's called Steals and Deals. Nothing against the Jews, but But yes. But it's you know, we're just saying because you know it's obvious, you know. Steals and deals, they sell like like uh beef jerky that's about to expire like next week and they sell it for like four dollars. Yeah. It's literally game changer and they sell like crappy TVs that are like instead of an RCA, they sell like a CRA TV. And here's this. Uh-huh. We showed them. We went to we went to Game Changer like after it was steals and deals, and we showed them like Knock Loose playing at Game Changer World, and I'm pretty sure that guy's brain got rattled because he, he was scared. like he was like what happened? What? And I'm like it was over here. There was a stage. People were dancing, and I showed him like the most violent set, and he literally was like kind of just stopped dead in his tracks, and I think he wanted to run. I think he think we were gonna like beat him up. Nah, we just wanted to show them what this what the place used to be. I paid like thirty dollars in a bunch of really crappy food that we ended up like throwing in the garbage. That beef jerky was nasty. Oh man, you know I mean, and plus here's is my uh, day job. You know I'm not too far from there, so maybe the next time you know, I uh, clock out of work, I can you know just drive over there and see if it's still there. You know, pick up some shitty jerky. Yeah. Nah, I'm just gonna drive by. I don't care. I mean, you know, I'm just gonna you know, drive by after I uh, clock out. And I think uh, they were selling see. like like crappy Xbox controllers for like thirty dollars. Those fucking GameStop ones. That never no, they weren't right. even GameStop ones. The they were like crappier than that. Controllers that never work right. Yeah, yeah those. 
Okay. <laughs> now we're just rambling on about a bunch of random stuff. But, uh, yes. How did you meet, and how long have you known each other? Oh, uh, so <laughs> me, me and Liam were in a previous band together. Uh, first of all, and they broke up pretty suddenly. Yeah, right after, right after Matt right showed up. Right after Matt played his first and only <laughs> show with us. Uh, and I had known Matt previously. We worked together at fucking Models. Yeah, uh, I was in high school. When you said Model, when I thought that band Motel broke 6. up, I just kind of like dragged those two out. I was like, hey, we're doing this now. And they were like, all right, let's do this now. Gotta go to Mo's. Nobody dragged me out. I decided. (laughs) I mean, technically, I broke up first of autumn. I'll take credit. Uh, (laughs) Gotta go to Mo's. Gotta go to Mo's. Gotta go to Mo's. It was already shit in there when I got there. And then we just, uh, Matt had a practice with another band that Rob was in. And uh, Rob hit us up and was like, I'm trying to write some pop punk shit. So we came to a practice. That worked out, and then when Rob left the band, he picked Shane as a replacement. So he kind of stuck with us, and then Rob came back. And but we're family. Anybody messes with Rob, Shane, me and Liam, they can get hands. <laughs> <laughs> Genuine family. Full-on family. Nice. Word. All right, cool. It. So um, we're going to ask two more. Um, why the name? One with the capitalize. <laughs> uh, we just talked uh, about this no, today. Tell and the uh, truth. Uh, I, yeah. yeah. I like that Drake and Josh right, we t-shirt, too. We were going to see uh, Blink-182 and A Day to Remember at Camden, the BB&T, yeah. And my buddy was driving up, and we were all fucked up It's in the now Philly. And, uh, <laughs> they call it Philly now. And we were just know. rattling off band names, and my buddy was like, what about a moment to capitalize? And we were like, fuck yeah, dude, that sounds so cool. And then we just kept using it, and then it was too late to change it. I have been trying. I've been trying so hard to change it since I heard it for that's the first right, time, like and no one is giving me any 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 leeway here. It's too late. It's too late. You can just there's you can just call us MotoCab if you there's want. There's a for couple sure. Jersey bands with that? Blink. You're trying to start the MotoCab trend. Yeah, I mean, why not? I think it sounds catchy. There's a bunch Captain of local America bands with yeah, Blink a, names. I just think of the Transformers whenever MotoCab comes. There's to a mind. couple. Yeah. There's a couple Jersey bands with Blink 182 names like Dumpweed. Is it Blink song? Yeah, we know that. Those are the homies. Yeah, and also know, I booked them twice uh, before DSC was a thing. There used to be another band. They were called uh, Batten Down the Hatches. They were like a Easycore band with a bunch of really young kids, and that's a song by Blink-182. Yeah. And there's there's like other bands that I've seen around that have Blink song titles. It was just High Intoxication that named yeah. us, not Blink-182, let's um, be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it had nothing to do with it. Every, every time I look we at this... We were there for a date remember. So. Every time I read this, I read it wrong. And it just, I always read it as topics will change over time. And Is I that really. our new band name? It's supposed to say, do you think these topics will change over time? It's who writes your songs? What are the oh. main themes or topics for most of your songs? Do you think these topics will change over time? The songwriting aspect is kind of all of us. Yeah, it can either be like one of us writes a catchy riff or like <laughs> some lyric. Some lyric. It, it starts from anywhere and then we just bring it together and just try and like fuck with it. Okay. Yeah, as far as uh, I do a lot of the lyrics, uh, a lot of times, like, these guys will give me something, and I'll just kind of mess with it. That's why they call me the turd polisher. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, it's pretty much anything that we're, like, you know, whatever's on our mind at the time. And, uh, yeah, like, let's say you pissed me off, I'll probably write a song about it. But <laughs> kind of like, I asked, my, I asked my friend's band, they're called Threat to Society, and I asked their drummer, I'm like, do you guys, like, do you care about that your singers complain about politics or, like, screaming about the FBI or like 9/11, they're like, 
Whatever he's screaming about, we're just playing in the background. He's fine. He's on his own thing. Get into that shit. We try not to stay away from political because they're a hundred percent political fronted band. Well, they talk well, about like conspiracy theories. Well, here's the way I think about it: It's like you got people on the left that listen to music, you got people that listen to it on the right. So why just avo- like not talk about? that topic let's bring like we're just here to bring people together and have an experience together as a family and we're d- here to break down the fences mm-hmm. not not build them all right yeah, so, another thing, yeah. uh like we all have like completely different like backgrounds yeah. and upbringings like yeah. politically we're on kind of a bunch of different parts of it. and i think it's cool shit they're like we can coexist and like we we fight like animals but like <laughs> it still works yeah. like it still works like yeah we haven't like just because yeah. you have a different political opinion as someone doesn't mean that you can't be their friend when you can't be nice to them. That's, That's true. true. It's all about Except love. if you're a fascist, you deserve to get punched in the face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what, what we strive around here. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yo, look at the uh, political climate in this country right now. I mean, yo, everyone's going all over the place. I mean, Apparently, mainstream media is going apeshit and whatnot, but, you know, mainstream media, you know, they tend to lie if Apparently you don't you know, look saw, into it. I saw some fucked up shit. That in music. I think you hear enough about it. Let's let, just let music be. I saw some fucked up shit on Facebook the other day. Some guy called out another guy, but he was, like, complaining. He's like, oh, you're still... He was trying to, like, hit on some guy's girlfriend, but he keeps saying, like the n-word to her because he oh, had a great. black girlfriend and then he there. and then people don't realize if you're talking shit to your to someone's girlfriend they're gonna expose you i mean obviously people they're are just gonna show stupid. they're gonna show your boy they're also, gonna show their boyfriend and their boyfriend's most likely gonna expose you and now he's gonna get beat up in the music scene because most of the promoters that work with him are black promoters that and just like saying the n-word in general usually not a great thing no way i got jumped the, uh, the requirements to, the requirements to say the n-word are very there's Clear no plug. requirements. You shouldn't say it ever. Yeah, you need to. I learned my lesson the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to the hospital and I thought I was dead because I I opened my mouth and I said the wrong thing and now yeah, I know not to say that now. ever again. Yeah. You'll never do it again though. Nope. Make every day a learning experience, and if you don't, then you're never gonna learn. Nope. True. That's true. That's true. But uh, our donation bigger than a bread box. I will. Yes, we know that, that. man. <laughs> We've answered that impossible question already. Uh, on, how long are you in this interview now? Let's go. Let's do one more question. Okay, one more. Who are you currently jamming in your headphones? Oh, um, Black Bear. Right Yo, now. Word. I'm not even going to lie. My friend's band featured a Black Black Bear on their yeah, album, Palisades. Cool. I just like because he talks about doing like drugs and, and drinking alcohol and like making out with women. That's so like a big, big Sell it for me. Post Malone. <laughs> it's the nerve there. Really Post Malone. Yeah, because I'm soulless. You know what I mean. I love Post Malone. <laughs> yeah, Post Malone slaps too. And also Billie Eilish slaps. Uh, yeah. no, I agree. Her stuff I is agree. like low key good. You gotta be in the mood for it. Yeah, you definitely gotta be in the mood for her. If you're an ASMR person, you'll love it. Fire recently. Okay. <laughs> Fucking the Challenger. That album's so good, dude. I almost got to see Memphis Mayfire play at this local VFW by my house. It was oh, Memphis wow. Mayfire and. Jamie elsewhere, and I was so mad that I couldn't go because my, my dad was like, you missed the bus this week? And I'm like, yeah. He was like, you're not going to that show. Ugh, that was when I, fucking I bus, was like, bro. what? I missed the best show ever. You fucked up. One of the best metalcore shows like in history. You fucked up. Yeah. I wish Dr. Acula would come back. That thing was a shit, yo. The only thing Just I know saying. Dr. Acula from is that script that JD wrote in Scrubs. <laughs> True. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh what I'm talking currently about. Uh, yeah periphery. Yeah. Good, yeah. Answer. Always periphery. Good answer. Good <laughs> answer. Yeah. 
I All remember right, cool. seeing Periphery in front of like four people at the VFW hall. Now they're huge. <laughs> yep. Mike, Yeehaw. Mike says it all the time. I, I love saying that when I saw a band that was super small and now they're huge. And yeah, it's a it's cool like, feeling, But dude. They, they start out playing at VFW in front of like four people yeah, and now they're so playing cool. like the biggest venues possible. That's every local band, though. That's why you got to go out and that's check why out we're, local bands. That's why we that's do why this. That's why this place is so important. Like, that's why we do yes. this. Venues like this don't exist. That Like... Around where I live, there's one, and it's the biggest shithole, but it's so the important fire. because otherwise bands that are coming up like us, they have nowhere to play. So that's why it's so cool to get a chance to like hang out with you guys and come play here because places yeah. like this need to exist, and there needs yep. to be more of them. And there's also the basement venues too, but the biggest downside is you know trying to deal with the neighbors and you know, right. trying not to uh, get get, as Mike and I like to say. You know, yeah. not to deal with a uh, police. The guy got the house down. across the street from our friend's house got got. Yeah. The G spot just got got. Damn. Yeah, well, that had nothing to do with music. Then <laughs> there was some like some yeah some. Our girlfriend's yeah, got pulled like, over. Of course they <laughs> Probably speeding. Damn! Tell him to slow down. Uh, uh, all right. How can we find you guys online or where where are we available? So on Facebook, we're just moving to capitalize. On Twitter, we're Moto underscore Cap Band, M O T O underscore Cap C A P Band. Um, and Instagram is the same thing, Moto Cap underscore Cap Band. But yeah. And, uh, we got, as of right now, we have one song on Spotify. Well, two. How many songs are on Spotify? One, one song on Spotify. And More to be coming. Soon. Yes, we have a five song EP coming out very soon. Uh, Can't wait to hear it. Yeah. I mean, Same. It's, all, it's, it's all done. We're just waiting for Mom, our masters back, and then we're just going to pop that out. I found yeah, a buddy. way. Thanks, I Derek. found a way. If you, Thank you Derek. open up your mind. Now he's uh, singing the Dragon Jaws famous song. Remember our buddy, J- our buddy uh, from uh, School Drugs, the singer Josh? He saw he was working uh, the lighting at the House of Independence for Drake Bell's uh solo tour and then he's oh, like no, he's giving him he's giving him all his uncle dan. Dan. He, he was yeah, giving us the local band we hang out with what was uh, uncle dan they're, they're like what was he doing giving all his uh his id showing yeah, that his like, name is actually josh and then at the end of the video he's like hug me brother and yeah they hugged each other because it's drake and josh yeah of course you know i love it yeah that was lovely and then like apparently drake bell did some some crazy stuff but we're not gonna get into that like yeah he screwed everybody over like he apparently booked a whole tour and then he literally just straight up dropped the tour and never told anybody. And everybody's like, my friend's band, they just called him Snake Bell. <laughs> and then everybody wanted to, like, fight him. They're like, yo, we're going to fight him. He's like, but we're playing, like, the, the Orleans baseball game, and I have to sing the national anthem today. I'm like, but you're just going to drop all your tour just to do some dumb shit? <laughs> but then he was cool because he played a tour after that, and he just, like, kind of apologized. No. <laughs> Is he actually good? <laughs> I just think they're kind of does a lot of cocaine. With fucking Uncle Dan, though, that show coming up. Uncle Dan and a bunch of the homies. March 17th. It's going to be dope. March 17th. It's a Tuesday. Any last words? Thanks so much for having us. No problem. It's one of the coolest shows we've played in a while. Thank you. Drink alcohol tonight. Sometimes you do. I don't drink. Uber. But if you're stick to your edge, drink some water. Everybody needs water. I don't even drink soda anymore. Bitches. Stay, stay hydrated. We don't need any thirsty motherfuckers. So, chicken one, powwow. One last question. It wasn't the greatest pizza place in the whole wide world, but we could have gone to a better place. But 
I'm not calling. I'm not calling him out. But I'm saying, how's how's Jersey pizza compared to Philly pizza? I'm gonna be honest. That dough was ass, <laughs> but that cheese was pretty good. You know they say we are the pizza bagel capital of the world, New Jersey. Well, well, they said that New York stole the bagel bagel from you guys, so all your claim to fame is is pizza. Yep. I mean, you guys got boardwalk pizza, and that trumps everything. So. I heard that New York is stealing New Jersey water to make their bagels. <laughs> I don't I'm not get sure. it. How? Probably a big truck, you know. Because <laughs> it's the big show. I don't know. That's it. Thank you for listening to another edition of Damn Straight Radio. And we were here with Moment to Capitalize from PA. And uh, you can check us out on damnstraightent.com. Check out Damn Straight Radio on anywhere where Stitcher lets all their stuff out, like a whole bunch of random places. I don't even know. Like there's some podcast apps that I never even heard of before. We're probably even on like it's Napster. No. Yeah. It's not my job. Yeah, my I love this on LimeWire, bro. My <laughs> job is to take care of a bunch of preschool kids. I'm a preschool teacher. That's you did a good job tonight. Thanks. <laughs> I see what yeah, you did there. Yeah. I actually called out of work to come to this gig, like a little bit that. out of work. I had to Uber here, come here, and hang out. Yeah, and you know, I had to you know come here, set everything up, and you know, I did a good job. And uh, Mike, you know, he if I made his let, adjustments. If I let Ernie run sound, it's gonna be worse than the sound guy at the fire not showing up. Ooh. And I'm not calling. I'm not calling him out. He knows. He knows that he's well, not good with it, sound. But it's he's called self awareness. You gotta have your own self awareness. He's, he's good with look. He writes all the emails. I can't write an email for shit because he makes fun of me and he says you can't do emails. So I say I stick. Not that I don't make fun of you. It's just that you know how you are uh, everything down and you know um, how you punctuate exactly. you know, is gonna, is like an issue with you. I mean, you really like use periods and commas and whatnot. You really need to uh, step up on your game. You really need to work on that. You need to um, also. Uh, I don't know. It's not like call each other out game, but. I mean, there is a typewriter in there if you guys want to write a letter. There's like a secret room and you can write a letter in the typewriter room. Yes. She's agreeing with me. We got to bounce out. So. Yeah. I'm but uh, again, this is another episode of Damn Straight Radio. You can check us out online, damnstraightent.com. And remember, uh, if it wasn't for you, there wouldn't be local music. So come out and occupy a venue near you. There's local shows in every state and every town that you live in. If not, book your own shows. And uh, talk to local people, and DIY is in your scene. If it's not music, it's art, some form. So check it out, and uh, check out FlemingtonDIY.org. They have a whole bunch of events coming up. They have a whole bunch of crazy shows. We have a DIY print shop in the back of the, in the back. We do every Monday. We do nine to uh, six to nine. Yes. And it's ten dollars a screen, and you can print whatever you want. And uh, then they do Saturday morning Tai Chi classes, and they have a whole bunch of stuff here. Yes. So check it out, Flemington DIY, and uh, thank you for supporting local music, and uh, come out and occupy a venue soon. We're Damn Straight Entertainment. Damn fucking straight. Damn straight we are. <laughs>